we know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly dose of all things gaming. I'm Jessica and I'm joined by Craig and Andy. Hello. Hi. Good evening. It's a very exciting episode as we engage full festive mode and review not only one of the best of the 80s films, but one of the best films ever made. Die Hard. Oh yeah. This week's main news item surrounds rumours of Project Spartacus, PlayStation's answer to Game Pass. And we'll also talk about the rumours of Bioshock 4's setting, Take-Two, Taking the Piss and more. Fear not, a shitty platinum is also on the agenda. And thank you to everyone for all the cool messages saying that we were the most listened to podcast in 2021. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. That was cool. We got about, <laughs> we got about six different folks in... We number one. Yeah, every time I go on to try and do my Spotify wrapped or whatever, it just I keep getting an error message. So I don't or does it work out how we like are listening? Like most listen to right. song and stuff like right. that. Yeah, yeah. They, they send you like loads of stats. I think this must be the first year they do podcasts. I've never heard anybody talking about it before, mm. but no. it seemed to be quite a... I mean, obviously, maybe it was just because we had people messaging us, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't... I, I don't use Spotify for podcasts. I don't use Spotify, really. Uh, only only use it for Joe Rogan. Oh, because he's exclusively on that, isn't he? Yep. Uh, That's pretty much it. So how are we all this week? Grand. Hi. I was at M&D's today for my works conference. Did you take a girl with you? No. <laughs> no date this time? No date. Oh, Lesson no. learned on that one. Okay, it was all so coming back rides. to me because I seen the rides are still in the same place. So I was like, ah, "There's the ride there." I was telling the other guys at work <laughs> the situation that happened, <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, there it's there. That I'm sure that's the ride." And the roller coaster is so small; mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. embarrassingly bad. M and D's. Scotland's theme park. I know. I honestly like don't think you can. Yeah. It's pathetic. Uh, I mean, you can't even see it for the trees. That's that's. I thought like with roller coasters, you usually see them for a mile away because mm-hmm. they're that high. You couldn't even see it for the trees. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is bad. Aye, that's that's pretty poor. I still don't think I've been. I'm pretty sure I've not been. How no. was it being like quite deserted with only you? It was totally dead. Yeah. Ah, it was totally dead. Was it like a horror film? I mean, there wasn't that. I mean, or Beverly Hills Cop Three at night. The co- the conference there was in, there was maybe only like a hundred people the, maybe a hundred hundred and twenty folk really so it was not a massive team of folk but they they like they done shite throughout the day and then you got some lunch the, the food was horrible and um, and then this is not a good advertisement for M and D's is it's it really not I thought the way I think everyone thought they would do the day. And then the second half of the day was you could go to M and D's if you wanted, mm-hmm. or you could just boost. But no, they fucking caught us, man. The, the the last thing you could go and ride the the rides, 
and you had to come back for one final oh. thing at the end, which lasted <laughs> like ten minutes. It was awards, and uh, I was just—it was a sly trick to get you to fucking stay longer, especially in that weather. And they gave you like uh, they gave you a, a card because we M and D's it's tokens. So you get to you you buy so many tokens you can go on so many rides. Okay. So the the card had five tokens on it. I just gave it to my wee niece tonight because in case she ever goes again because it doesn't expire. Right. And because uh, I never went on anything. Um, and they gave you a, a a voucher for a hot chocolate and a churro. <laughs> so I, I used those and got my churro, uh, which was which was nice. How was the drive home? Was it snowy? No, it wasn't snowy. It was just dark and miserable. Um, there's a massive roundabout. As soon as you get like to basically, you turn off the roundabout and you're basically right at M and D's. But this roundabout, it's all it's so big. It's almost like an oval shape because mm-hmm. it kind of goes like straight a wee bit, and then right. you go around. You know what I mean? That's how big it is. And I took the wrong fucking... I was in the wrong lane. No, no, no. And I, I didn't like that guy that cuts across. <laughs> yeah. So I like ended up in some fucking wee residential estate and I had to backtrack and get out <laughs> um, But on the way home, it was a lot easier. Just for... It was, it was shite. It's, it's so shit. It really is embarrassingly bad. Uh, I was School I was on a ride bad. today as I careered down a hill in the snow. <laughs> what? I was uh, I was I was at work and I was trying to go from A to B and the fastest way was to take a back road, but that bit is a lot higher, evidently, than other areas. Right. And so as I started off my journey, you can either take that road, which is maybe five miles, or you can basically go a twenty mile round trip staying on main roads. And I thought I'll brave the the back road. And I got about four of the five miles through this back road and it just started to get really, really hairy. Is it the one that's almost like a single track aye, road? Aye. Yeah. So like I pulled over and I was like, I took a picture of it because uh, it's quite thick snow. And then uh, I was like, right, okay, it's only a mile. I can do it. But the problem is the last mile is like proper windy road and at one side it's quite a fair drop. And so I was like, as I went to take, to try and attempt the last mile, I tried to pull off and the car just started, the van just started like spinning. So I was like doing oh, donuts because no. it just wouldn't catch a fall. And then as I pulled out, it then just slid down a hill. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. I'm like pulling the handbrake and hitting the brake and it just, it just slid down this hill. Fuck. It didn't properly crash, but it like but just sort of... No, it was like there's a kind of embankment bit, so it just sort of bashed off that. But it was only really <laughs> the tyres that took the took the pressure of it. Fucking hell. Um, but then I was like, fuck, now I need to get back up this. So uh-huh. I like managed to get the car into position and then I was just like floating it constantly. It took about five minutes to get back up. It wasn't that steep a hill, thankfully. And mm-hmm. I think I just managed to burn through so much that it was like I finally got a tread and managed to shoot up the hill. And then Were I'd... you trying to do it in first gear all the way? Uh, and then so I finally yeah. burnt through it, got out. And then I had to take like a 50 minute detour to get where I was literally a mile away from. So that was, it was fun, but it's the first bit of snow this year. So I wasn't fully complaining. I nearly got out and made a snowman. Yeah, I've bought sledges in anticipation of snow. That's right, yeah, awesome. got They get delivered about a week ago and I was like, that's presumptuous. There's a bit in the partner, it's like a hill 
and it's a meat and get bit amazing for sledges because it just looked really steep. Mm-hmm. It's quite a big hill. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be the best place. I don't know where else you would go. Where would you go around here? I don't know. Uh, Carrick Hills. Carrick Hills. I once, we've maybe spoke about this before, I once went down the Carrick Hills. This would be 11 years ago. In your youthful, boisterous days. It was eleven. It was before my body was broken, but yeah. probably one of the reasons why my body's <laughs> broken. So it was one. Of, it was a January, and I think it was two, it was January two thousand and ten, and the snow was really bad, really bad, and we had tried to get uh, sledges to go down the Carrick Hills, which for anyone who doesn't know is a big fucking hill. And obviously, because there had been so much snow, you literally couldn't, you couldn't find a sledge anywhere, anywhere. So the next idea was to cut the lids off the wheelie bins, wash them down, and then go down the Carrick Hills in wheelie bin lids, right? Oh, for God's so sake. we went up and we did that. It was sore. Didn't work particularly well. I now had no lids in my wheelie bins. <laughs> uh, wasn't a great wasn't a great outcome. No. So then the second attempt was we went to Tesco and you know how you get the deep trolleys and then you get the the sort of shallow ones. Oh you know yeah. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. So we nicked one of the shallow trolleys. Hope Tesco aren't listening. We nicked one of the shallow trolleys, took an angle grinder to it, right? Jesus and so we <laughs> and so we cut we cut off the, the frame with the aye, wheels, the frame and the wheels, and that. So no. it was just like the the sort of basket bit. Oh my god! So the, try this at home, folks. No, then <laughs> I'll put pictures. I've still got pictures. I'll put pictures on Twitter. Uh, then we got, I think it was MDF or some sort of chipboard, and we put <sighs> that. We we strapped that to the bottom of it with cable ties and made it come up at the side, so it had like a bit of a ramp bit coming up. And then we <laughs> took that up the Carrick Hills. And <laughs> it worked. I mean, it worked. The speed, honestly, I must have been going about twenty mile an hour. It was. Oh, you need to see this. It, oh, was this also the day that I think you pulled a sickie at work, and then they, they I was gonna, read it, and they were like, "What about these pictures of you?" I know. I'd, I'd been off sick for about a week. I can't remember what it was. It was with an injury as well. I mean, injuries are injuries, but then snow only comes around once every couple of years. Aye, so we we'd take these pictures and like an idiot, I put them on Facebook, and then I went back no. to work. I went back to work, and my boss was like, "Anything to, anything to say?" And I was like, no, "Not really." And he's like, "Anything to say about these pictures?" <laughs> oh, like, no. And I was only then I realised, ah, oh, shit. shit. And I was like, I but I was feeling a bit better then. And I mean, it's the snow. We don't get snow a lot. And I, I, I talked him round eventually. He was all right about it. But um, <laughs> that was quite the sledge, honestly. I'll, I'll, I'll post pictures. I'll show you pictures. It was good. Uh, I need to see um, this contraption. There was a few videos because honestly, like it's literally just this, <laughs> like this little blip going woo right down a hill. I mean, it's, 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 it was pretty hairy. But it was good. <laughs> Good times. Hopefully, we get a lot of snow this year. Although my body absolutely could. Oh, not you're not going to let your kids do that, though, are you? Oh, I'd let the kids do it. I wouldn't let me do it this, no. at this point. <laughs> I'm literally made a glass at this point from being an idiot when I was younger. But yeah, what about you, Jess? What have you been up to? Not very much. 
No, the weather's been shit, hasn't it? Yeah, I was supposed Other to... Other than that bit of snow, like, the snow's fine, but the rain, so much rain. Yeah. All But I've got my, my sleeping bag, so I'm good. Aye. Fucking hell, I'm going to have to build an extension for this jacket that she's bought. It's huge, man. <laughs> you would think, oh, it's just like a puffy jacket, but yeah. it's like a trench coat. How far does it go down? Oh, uh, to her ankles. To your, right, okay. It's I, a proper, I know, I could see this already. Uh, I mean, we call it the sleeping bag because it looks like she's in a sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, amazing. See for when the weather is horrendous. It I must imagine, toasty, doesn't look great, but I can no. imagine it uh, keeps you toasty. <laughs> yes. But that's the thing. This is what upsets me, right? When Jess puts something like that on, folk are like, oh, she must be nice and cosy. If I put something like that on, they'd think I was a serial killer. <laughs> but also, when we last week when we went into town in search of John McLean, I, you know, rocks up with my, my sleeping bag and Craig's, I'm like, Craig, where's your jacket? And he's like, I don't wear jackets. I don't, no, I don't wear, I'm not really wearing for jackets either. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm safe. She's got herself, and like anytime we're out with the kids, they're wearing about seventeen layers, and then I'm well, out. That's a good thing. And like I'm out in a t-shirt. No, no, I'm the same. I don't, I don't really wear uh, jackets very much either. At least would always go on at me. Like, why don't you wear a jacket? And I'm just like, it's a guy thing. I know. I'm fine. I'm uh, fine. I'd rather be too cold than risk being too warm. <laughs> <laughs> what a risk. What a risk. I hate being too warm. Living life too warm. on the edges, on the precipice, folks. <laughs> to be fair, I made the error today when I was driving, when I left the house. I had a walk 40 minute journey today. Yeah. And I didn't take the sleeping bag off when I got in the car. So You drove in that thing? <laughs> Fuck's sake. How did you. Like, like, like you're in a fucking cocoon. <laughs> oh my god, did you move your legs? See- yeah, because right. it, it zips up the ways well, so right. you can, yeah, a wee bit of, you know. <laughs> oh Kicking my God, legs I can't believe this happened. <laughs> yeah, but I obviously, it was cold when I first got in, so that's why I had it on, but then obviously... Well, you're not boiling after about 10 minutes oh, and you're the, stuck inside yeah. this sock. By the time the, the heating <laughs> cranked up, yeah, I had to put the window down at one point. It's so uncomfortable. Window down. <laughs> I haven't said that, actually, like, I, this is... Nobody's going to relate to this, but like, I I much prefer the winter to the summer, right? I like the cold weather. I like being cold. Oh, we but know. I like when it's cold and putting the heating on because the feeling of being cold and then heating up is a nice feeling. So, like, sometimes, like, see, I do a lot of driving my work, obviously. And sometimes, like, I, when it's cold outside, like, I like to have the heating in the van, like, turned right up. Uh-huh. Sometimes it gets too warm though, so it's nice to have the window down and the heating up. So you've got a breeze, but you've got that, so you're totally that wasting blast energy. of heat. Totally wasting energy. As much as humanly possible. Yeah. Yep. Okay. If I can do my bit to destroy this environment, that's what I will do. Yeah, you're doing it. Right? You're doing it. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. So you enjoy that feeling. I will. We um we done incident with Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> was this yesterday or was it the day before? I can't remember, but he, he's got this toy, right? What, what is it called? The thing that you can shape, uh, turn into different shapes. Yeah, it's... it's Transformer? Kind of no. like a Rubik's Cube, but it's like a line rather than a cube. And what? you can like turn it around to make different shapes. You can make it like a hook. You can make it like all this different stuff. We're probably not explaining this no. at all. No. But it's all connected, right? And so you right. can like turn it around and okay. shape it in different ways and he comes down at one point both hands out like he's begging 
and he's just getting bits of this thing everywhere. And he's like, um, I think I've broken this. And then he sits it down and there's just pieces everywhere. <laughs> and they're like, no, you have, don't think you've broken it. That <laughs> is what he said. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is fucked. And he's like, is it fixable? And I'm like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's literally in as many bits as it could possibly be. And how That's much was it? Been. That's a couple of Oh, he won it in a prize. Ah, right. yeah, I say he won it. I technically won it. It was for the best, co- uh, best costume for Maths Day, which obviously I made. So right. it was really my prize, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're at in this house, by the way. Yeah. Our son wins a prize and she's trying to claim it. <laughs> Just letting the son know. <laughs> really? That was me. Nudging him off the stage. Actually, I produced the costume. It was all me. I'll accept the award, Nathan. <laughs> it was all me. Do you remember last week? You, I don't know why I'm saying that. She's won. I, I know. You know what my memory's like. So. Well, I but it's, it was part of the shitty platinum uh, section, nope, and I know remember. you usually listen back to that a few times yes. mm-hmm. to get your fix. We were talking about the break games. So the one we covered break. last week was called Christmas Break, and it's a brick breaker game where you got to like. A break all the things and I said mm. that they made loads of them mm. oh, right, right. well I had a note down because loads is a very ambiguous term so I wanted to see how many they had mm-hmm. and I found out I, yeah. I sat and fucking counted them yeah, okay. <laughs> how, how, many, many, how many do you think how many different types of games are this studio made so they, it? I just every so often they release another one like it's, there's, there's like Christmas break Taco break St. Patrick's so, Day break and it's, it's it's all the same where <laughs> You like ah, it's just like a it's a brick breaker. It's a thing along the bottom, and there's a wee ball that goes up and down. Oh. You've got to keep hitting it up so that you can break all the stuff. Hundred and thirty. I thought I was going to be the highest there. Eighty six. There's eighty six of them. Now, granted, that is UK it's and US best. regions, but they literally release these. But I, I don't think there's a month goes by that one doesn't. Just come another out. skin. Aye, like, I mean to the point where. I was looking at it today and you have Halloween break but also Halloween candy break. Now, What's the main difference? Well, I don't think I there's don't any know. difference because the bits that you were hitting in Halloween break are like Halloween candy. So it must be the same fucking game. It's just an excuse for another trophy list. Unbelievable. And that's what we're all here for. <laughs> isn't it? Sure is. That's why I turned up. All the platinums mm. and all the G's. I must be getting close to your, your gamer score now. I haven't checked in a while. I think you're past it. Am I? I think you're past mine now. Yeah. Well, I don't care though, so I'm not like actively trying to make it. How many is yours though? Keeps, keeps telling himself that. Uh, there's a guy in my work who's uh, into the gamer score as well, and he's right. he's got like, some like 100,000 odd. Ah, he'll be, he's way ahead of me. I'm about 30. Right. Oh, I thought that. I thought like when he said 100,000, I was like. That seems like a lot. To be fair, I've not been focusing on it though. Like I, I only yeah. got the Xbox last year, and like it just depends what the codes come through for. And a lot yeah. of the time it's PlayStation, but yeah. I'm I'm working on it. Like you tell this unknown person I'm coming for him, mm-hmm. right? I see his hundred k, and it's in he's in my sightlines now. Jeff or whatever his name is. What's his name? Jordan. Jordan. It was close. <laughs> that close? That's my J. Watch yourself, Jordan. Right. <laughs> Fucking calling me out. So yeah. you've you've played lots of shitty platinums this week, then? Eh? I've played a few. Yeah, yeah, I've played a few. I'd I'd set up my chores for Saturday morning, and the first thing on the chore list was a few shitty platinums. Mm. 
which I bumped straight out. Have you played anything decent? Yes. I played a little bit more Assassin's Creed, which is just still Assassin's Creed. It's mm. But it's fucking awesome. It really is good. Uh, I heard today they're bringing out, they've got like a DLC roadmap for 2022 and they've got some new expansion that's coming. Apparently it's like 40 hours worth of new story content. Oh, God. <laughs> Does anyone need that in their life? I don't know. Obviously, Assassin's Creed Infinity must not be it's coming next year. It's almost as if the developers apologise and we're sorry you've not had a lot of playtime with us. So here's another 30 hours fucking hell I think what basically what they've done is I think Infinity's not going to be ready for next year and so instead of releasing a new Assassin's Creed game they've went we've already got this world let's build more content in this world mm-hmm. and then we can chin folk 25 quid or whatever it is mm. makes sense like if you're building a we, we always talk about how the world's too big like if you're building a world that well, big you may as well be a fucking workout you're used out ah, it, you know what I mean and they could utilise it because it's the same way I always remember GTA, the obligatory GTA mansion. Yeah. Um, when they brought out the... Oh, Ballad of Gay Tony. No, not the Ballad of Gay Tony, the one with the bikers, the biker one. The Lost, Lost and the Damned. Damned. And that felt like a... Even though it was in the same city, it felt like a totally different game because they, they've, it was like viewed from a different perspective and yeah. there's different areas and locales that you didn't usually in the other game. Yeah. So, and because it, it was in bikes as well it just felt like and it's the same map but that's the thing these maps are so big they can utilise it in that yeah. way and still have all this like room to, to do stuff with they should they should, they should aye they should do more often because what's the point the... building a world like that and then not utilising it properly this is exactly what we said about the Mafia Definitive Edition. Mm. Like, although it was good to have an open world that was a streamlined story because it didn't, it only took twelve to fifteen hours. Like that yeah. was good, but there was large parts of that map that you were like, "This looks amazing," but it's nah, just never it's used. Nah, it's it's never used. It was like a, it felt like an empty shell a lot nah. of times. Whereas it was, it was gorgeous, but. That's like with GTA, you get the impression that there's just a living, breathing world. Yeah. And like with Red Dead as well, it's like you're living, you're living in that world. Red Dead especially, that was mad. That's insane. It's absolutely insane. I'll never forget, like, I think at one point there was a guy I found out in the middle of nowhere and he was um, stuck in like a bear trap or something like that. Right. And I freed him. Uh, and then you had the option to like give him whiskey for the wound or not. And I uh, gave it to him. Feeling particularly generous that day, and so about twenty hours later in the story, like I was going through a wee town, and this guy's like, "Oh, oh!" and like just out of nowhere, runs up to me, this NPC, and I was like, what "The fuck!" And he was like, "I remember you. You're the guy you that helped me. me in the bear trap. You yeah. even gave me, you even gave me the whiskey. That saved my leg. That saved my leg. Tell you what, gun store over there. You can buy anything you want. It's on me." Right. And you got to go Amazing. in and buy a free gun. I was like, how the fuck, man? That guy actually remembered. You're like, this is real. <laughs> so Easy. cool. Uh, the other thing I've been playing mostly is Death's Door. I've been hammering it. Um, I, I been hammering it, man. I think I said last week that I'd started again in PlayStation because I got to a point in Xbox where I was stuck and then I lost track of what I was doing. I hadn't been back to it for ages. And it's it's similar, very similar game to Hades, but it's one of these things that if you couldn't just pick up Hades like three quarters of the way in and expect to do well when you haven't played it for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. So I started again on PlayStation, and when I got to that bit, I was stuck at an Xbox, 
it turns out it wasn't actually that difficult. I just think I was approaching it the wrong way. So I managed to get by that bit, all right, and I'm much further on now. So I'm making good progress now. I'm over halfway through, but like an absolute moron. Uh, I got a bit of hubris on Saturday night and thought I was giving it the biggin. And uh, I put out a tweet saying that I was going to platinum the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And obviously everybody's a a big man on Twitter at half past 12 on a Saturday night. (laughs) And uh, now not only am I not sure if I can complete the game, but but I've I've proclaimed that a platinum is coming. And so I'm going to have to somehow platinum this fucker. And I think I will complete the game. Good luck with that. I think I'll be able to complete the game, but the platinum requires you to complete the game using just the umbrella and so you get a couple of different weapons but the umbrella mm. only does 0.5 damage so <laughs> it's a lot fucking harder <laughs> so that's that's gonna be fun yeah. just putting it out there though Craig I mean I don't think anyone is going to hold you accountable to Did that it? tweet there was numerous replies I could delete it and hope people don't notice but then I've spoke about it here he thinks there's an army of folk like fucking <laughs> At his heels. People would call me. You said that you were going to do this. On the 3rd of the 12th, 2021. I have evidence right here. Right here. And you did say you were going to do it. And you have not yet done it. What say you, sir? It's happening. Then you have to to backtrack and go. It's it's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. I'll make you, I'll hold you accountable. Right? right, okay. And the only other thing, I played about 10 minutes of Solar Ash, which is a new Annapurna game. Um, I don't think it's, it's nice. The graphics are nice. It, the gameplay so far seems really cool. Like, it's all about kind of like free flowing movement. And so, like, you hold down um, L2 and you, like, skate. Um, at the story so far, I have no idea what's going on. Like, it looks nice, it plays nice. I've attacked a few enemies. I've you seem to be like floating about in clouds, but I have no fucking idea what's going on. I need to play more of it, but um, it does seem cool, and it's been getting good review scores, so probably worth checking out. But that's all. That's all I've played. That and some shitty platinums. I've not played anything. I don't think. Pause. Um, no, I don't think Pause. Maybe have been on it a wee bit. I don't know. It's been a quick week. A really quite weak. See, coming up to Christmas, it's hard to find time to do anything. Mm. Like, I've played a lot less than I normally would. I've just played uh, Vanguard a wee bit. Ah, oh, how's that going? It's alright, it's the same, same as always. Just Call of Duty, decent. But like we were saying, though, I've experienced quite a bit of slowdown with it. It's weird, isn't it? Quite a lot of stuttering. Um, it's not killing the game or nothing like that but it's just weird because you don't usually get that for them yeah but that's what I've been playing it is a bit strange I like I don't ever remember a Call of Duty game coming across bugs like that no. it seems like they've always been bug f- they've always been bug free in my playthroughs for Call of Duty games never experienced any shit like that but it's not as if it's a game breaking bug so it's fine yeah I know I'm 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 the same, but I know I think it's been quite a quiet week for gaming from us. I've been uh, I've been managing my team, so that's taken up most of my week. Mm-hmm. It's been nothing but hassle, as management tends to be. And then someone crashed into the wall of my office. That was fun. Managing was your team. Uh, What's that? 
no work I was that's what I'm saying I haven't oh, played right, much games like actual my team. human life in, in real life mm. real life managing not like a simulation game or anything like that uh, and then someone crashed into my, my office walls so that was fun real life people which caused mass hysteria on a conference call <laughs> but aye other than that not much Yes, despite our busy life, so there is some new content on the website, Craig Dushy. Yep, the Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy Definitive Edition review is up, and also Katie Pedersen's Heavenly Bodies review, not Dr. Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey of 1994 WWF fame. It's an actual computer game okay. that just uh, follows the same name. But uh, it's meant to be quite good. Seems to be getting half-decent review scores and looks worth checking out. So check out the review and see what you think. And there'll be more coming over the next week. Time for some news. <laughs> I keep on forgetting to come up with... <laughs> news! <laughs> I always believe in pure dead gaming news. Okay, you so... activated a dog next door there, Andy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so first up, Sony is planning to combine PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now to create a new PlayStation subscription service that can compete with Xbox Game Pass, according to a fresh report from Bloomberg. Citing trusted sources and leaked documents, the report states that this service is set to launch around spring 2022 and could also result in Sony phasing out PS Now as its own thing. Codenamed Spartacus. The report doesn't stop there, however. It also claims that this new service is currently set to be split into three tiers. The first includes the existing PS Plus subscription. That's access to online multiplayer, cloud saves and the monthly games. The second tier adds a large selection of PS4 games, with PS5 games being added down the line. And finally, the third tier throws in extended demos and game streaming, along with access to PS1, 2, 3 and PSP games. What do we think about this? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, this sounds good. I mean, obviously these are rumours, so you don't know what these tiers are going to be. Like, it is interesting, though it does... In the rumours that are mentioned, it doesn't sound like new releases day one, like Game Pass. Like mm. so, like tomorrow, yesterday, as you're listening to this, like Halo Infinite launch, the campaign launches and it's free day one. When's like, that? It launches Wednesday. Oh, cool! Uh, it's getting like, I mean, it's had loads of ten out of tens. More on Halo Infinite later, um, but yeah, so. And it's what I expected, sort of. Like, I, I don't think it's in Sony's best interest to put their first party games on a service day one because they sell so many copies that, like, Microsoft sort of had to do it because they were coming from behind. Whereas I don't think Sony do need to do it. And I think it's best that they dip their toes into the water. And then if it doesn't take off, then they could think about adding it. But you can't add, you can't bring out a service and do that and then take it away. Because then people will not buy that stuff. But yeah. if they found a way to get PlayStation 1, 2, 3 and PSP games going on it as well, like, I mean, that sounds pretty cool. Like, I'm all up for being able to access these games from the past as well. Uh, we got some comments in from some listeners. James said, 
if they don't half-arse it and actually give us a massive selection of older-gen games as well as more day-one options, then they can take my damn funds. Patrick says, I'm all d- I'm down for it. I actually really enjoy PS Now and would love to would love it to be rolled in some way to a tiered yearly sub. And Smarticus84 says, I have an Xbox One S. Game Pass is great. I'd love PlayStation to launch an equal value for money. Not all gamers can splurge £60 a time on a game. But, um... Patrick was saying, like, I've got PS now as well, and like, I agree, I think it's a really good service, but it's a good service that no one really knows about. Like, it does have, like, 2 million subscribers or whatever, but see, the average person, they don't know what PlayStation... Like, we have a lot of friends that have PlayStations and are casual gamers. Not one of them knows what PlayStation now is. Not one of them. And they don't know that you pay... You can get a yearly sub for thirty pound and you get access to it's like eight hundred games or something like that. Like they have no idea about that, and it's new games on it every month and stuff. So yeah, they need to. I think if they rebrand this and they put it together, which they should do, they need to market the shit out of it. Well, that's the thing. If they're gonna try and rival Game Pass, which has a substantial mm-hmm. following, and yeah, it has that hook where you'll get stuff day one on it, you'll get brand new games then it needs to be something quite special to yeah. to compete, I think. Game Pass has totally created an aura of if you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Like, they, that's what they've done. Like, why the hell would you have an Xbox and not have Game Pass? I'm sure there is. We're probably going to get an angry email from somebody going, well, actually, Game Pass can fuck itself. <laughs> but, um... Like I, that's the sort of narrative with mm-hmm. it, but it's not the narrative with PlayStation now. No. Like most folk are like, what? What is it? So I don't need to market it well. Right now, that might be the best chance I've got of getting fifty cent blood in the sand. Can I find it anywhere? The hunt e- continues. eBay. Well, that's the thing. So on eBay, the cheapest price I've seen is about forty pound, but mm. mostly it's like sixty, seventy. Because uh, it's quite rare, but I was on the CEX website. And they say they sell it for eight pound, because uh, they're obviously a bit challenged. But obviously, they've been in stock. So on my travels, if I ever pass by a CEX, I enter the CEX. I look at zero hashtag and the used game sales, and then I leave when disappointed. And if I'm with you, I'll leave embarrassed that you're looking for it. Rude. Next up, rumours surrounding Bioshock 4 have begun picking up some steam over the last week. The game is reportedly called Bioshock Isolation and is set in the 1960s fictional city in the Antarctic. Some insiders have also been suggesting that the game is slated for a 2022 release, although thus far we've heard nothing official. I don't even think the game's officially been announced. They might have shown the cast splash screen just saying Bioshock or something like that but there's certainly no been in like they've, they've not shown like Bioshock isolation or anything like that uh, although what I would say is Game Awards are the same night that this podcast launches mm-hmm. and I think there's going to be a trailer like I think the whole reason that there's been rumours about different stuff with Bioshock is because there's a trailer set to go live during the Game Awards yeah, I would be mm-hmm. I'd actually be surprised if there wasn't and I'm right up for another Bioshock game. Sounds cool. Definitely, definitely sounds cool. I don't think they'll ever... I mean, obviously, we'd need to wait and see what the 
the settings like. Like in the Bioshock games, the settings as much of a character as anyone else, uh, especially in the first one. I don't think whatever the setting is will be better than the first game because that was just it was so unique. Then you didn't play it, Jess, but it was like an underground city, uh, underwater city, and it was so. I just that first scene when you go down. I remember watching you. Yeah, that first scene when you go down and you see this underwater world, like it's just unbelievable. I don't think whatever they do will be able to match that, but hopefully it's good. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts, Andy? Uh, sorry, I was just looking for blood in the sand for you to to see. There's one there for nine ninety nine. Is there? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's good. It's On good. what? On its Xbox, three sixty noted. Okay, doc. It's got one bid. Oh, that's aye, It's got bids. three three days left. Though. Aye, no, that'll be up at like fifty quid before it ends. The bite now is at all like forty pound. Mm. Holy fuck! There's one for a hundred and fifty pound. Yeah, it's mad. Wow. <laughs> okay, that's a lot of money. It's because it's fifty cent. Mm. Surely it should be worth fifty cent then. Okay. Oh, that's very funny. I like Bioshock. Yeah, I'd love to have a new experience in that world. Definitely, good games. Good I think games, we're, we're definitely going to get it. Like it's just hopefully that the, the rumors of twenty twenty two are legit. Although you know what's going to happen. Dolly. Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, if they do a trailer at the Game Awards that says twenty twenty two, I'll just be like, aye, right, very good. Uh, we know your game. You can try. <laughs> Okay, next up, Hazelight, developer of It Takes Two, has had to abandon ownership of the game's title trademark in a dispute with publisher Take Two. The studio was hit with the claim by the publisher shortly after the co-op's title release earlier this year, according to a report from Eurogamer. Obviously, there are similarities between the two names, which has led to Take Two getting its lawyers involved. A public document that has come to light shows that he's like dropped ownership of the name It Takes Two just days after launch. What nonsense. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's not as if you're going to get them mixed up. No. One's a fucking company, one's a game. Ah. Come on. It's a lot of shite. And it's, it's the thing that's annoying is like he's like is a really small developer. And it's just, it's like attacking the little guy. Aye. Pointless. Pointless. A a lot of people hate EA, and EA actually published It Takes Two, and I would love to see EA be like... But get behind them with their money. We've got money. Fuck you. And like go for them, but it sounds like they aren't so far. Uh, So I I, I don't know what the situation was, because apparently this happened a couple of days after, like a couple of weeks or so after launch. So I don't know if that affects like royalties on the game sales or... I don't know. I don't know how it works, but um, it's just mad, especially considering, I mean, it's like, there's. I don't think there's a single game of the year list that uh, big websites have put up that doesn't have It Takes Two in it. Like, it's a really highly regarded game. So will they have to change the name of the game? No, they're still selling it, but apparently, they, they, have to it pay says they've had money. to relinquish ownership to it, so I don't know if that means they can't make oh, as much money off, off it, or I don't nah. know. I, I, I genuinely don't know. Like, maybe they are still... I think making would, money off it but they don't the own the you'll change your name before they have to give up rights and uh, money. it's pointless it's strange that it's only come out now like I, I assumed that it just happened but then it turns out that it's just the stories just came to light so but the game's still up for sale so I don't know but uh, it's it just smacks a like big company 
Like, yeah, don't be wrong, I get company. it. Like, I get companies trying to protect their intellectual property, their but, trademarks, yeah, but at the same point, are, fuck know, off. Yeah. Like, I see the song it takes to, like... Yeah. I don't know, I can understand, like, the artists of that almost a bit more than I can take to, because yeah. it's not but even... You could do if I was, if yeah, I was the artist who'd, create, who'd done the song It Takes Two, then I'd be, I'd just go to Take Two and be like, eh, actually, we're going to sue you as well, because we were there first, so mm. fuck off. <laughs> Oh, they're just they're, they're two like take two how can you trademark that do you know what I mean it's like two mm. average words in the English dictionary like I just don't we got a little bit it's a common saying as well it takes two ah stupid we got um, a little bit of feedback on this as well Rob Dacool said that's part greed and part evil and Donnie said take two are now the bad guys of gaming EA are breathing a sigh of relief that their <laughs> title is now gone that's the thing that just what I was saying there. EA could actually do a 180 and be like no we're going to fight the good fight <laughs> they're needing the brownie points Okay, so current Xbox console exclusive title The Ascent has been rated for PS4 and PS5 in Taiwan. It was never made clear if this was a timed or full exclusive, but the assumption was that it would make its way to PlayStation eventually. While no official announcement has been made, the evidence would suggest that it'll arrive on Sony systems soon. Yeah, I just dropped this in. Look, it was... It's an indie title, but you it was a it? highly polished one. I played a little bit of it when it came out. I've um, got it downloaded. I've not played it yet, though. It's it's it was was cool. Like, don't be wrong. I just it wasn't what I wanted from it. Was the thing like so? It's like an isometric view. Mm. The world looks so fucking cool. It's like a cyberpunky yeah, type I've world. Yeah. And when you look at the gameplay and stuff, the graphics, sorry, you're like the world looks insane. And I wanted a situation where you could walk about and explore and talk to people in the world and like get quests and stuff like that. But from what I played of it, it was go into an area, shoot everybody, shoot. go into the next area, shoot everybody. And I just, I don't know, like the bit I played, I was like, it felt like a like lost potential, but I didn't play that much of it. And I know a lot of people, it got a lot of varying review scores. Like I remember when it came out, there was some people were giving it a nine and some folk were giving it a four. So uh, it's definitely varied, but hopefully, hopefully, I mean, I assume it is going to come out because it deserves to be in everything. Hopefully, everybody can get a shot of it. Okay, and last up on news this week, Epic Games has announced that the Matrix Awakens Unreal Engine Five experience will be revealed at this year's Game Awards, which, as we mentioned, is on Thursday. It sounds like it's going to be some sort of Unreal Engine tech demo, but with a few surprise twists. We're told the series director, Lana Wachowski, has worked on it and it's confirmed to feature actors Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. The blurb calls it a wild ride into the reality-bending universe of The Matrix. The project was first uncovered last week following the discovery of artwork found on the PlayStation Store. You can pre-download it now for both PlayStation 5 and for the Xbox Series X slash X consoles. And it'll go live during the Game Awards on December 9th. Yeah, so um, I, I'm not really too sure this is some sort of tech demo for Unreal Engine 5 that's yeah. shown you like some sort of scene from The Matrix, but a few screenshots leaked out, and that is Keanu Reeves in Unreal Engine 5. So that's a that's that's a like a that's not a photograph of him. That's no. no. Aye. 
Really? Yeah. So just now, games have been made in Unreal Engine 4, although as of next year, they will be made in Unreal Engine 5, which is a better oh, game see? development tool. And that is Keanu Reeves. Oh my god. In Unreal Engine 5. Oh my god. So the tech demo that's coming out tomorrow that's is insane. That, I think that's a screen from the tech demo. <sighs> so it's basically going to be wow. a computer render, but it's going to look like they've actually filmed it, I think. And it's, to sh- and it's to show off what Unreal Engine 5 can do. We're aware this is a podcast, so you're listening to what we are referring yeah. to visually, so we will share a tweet of the photo. Well, that was a tweet that I had shared, so yeah, it is already up, insane. but I can put it up again. Yeah. Basically, it looks real. It potentially looks better than a picture of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> That's where we're at now, where they're like, we can do better than a picture. Uh, it's going to look mad. Like It sounds cool. Like, apparently, you can pre-download it already. Um, and yeah, I think it's just like a sort of two-minute, maybe action-y cutscene almost mm. but nah, it's showing off aye, all the it, stuff it can but do. it's Unreal Engine 5 yeah. so cool. wow. hold on sorry we did get a little bit of feedback on that as well uh, Retro Mayhem said it's actually the Cyberpunk 2020, uh, 2077 next gen <laughs> patch and Albert said seriously if that's a render of Keanu then gaming is about to get real yes. which yes indeed it is. Sure is shit got real okay now if you listen to last week's episode Craig introduced a new section that he made up without consulting us. Um, it's called... And apparently there wasn't a song ready. No, well, we had no knowledge of this. <laughs> right. It's for fucking seven days, so, no. so it's get, called, the, get the flute out. It's called Highest Rated in the Franchise. Highest Rated in the Franchise. <laughs> yeah, the franchise is here. Highest Rated in the Franchise. That's not baby, bad, considering he doesn't remember last week and he's just been having this for the first time again. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right, I've got a few. I've got three this week, okay. but I've got two in the style of last week and then I've got a curveball. Okay. A curveball, right? So first up, we have Grand Theft Auto releases. Mm-hmm. And it's, what do you think are the top three highest rated Grand Theft Autos? So this is based on Metacritic yes. scores, because I remember recently we did, was it IGN did some sort of favourite game thing? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And no, uh, so it's, it's, it's the average. Yeah, okay. What do you think is the highest rated Grand Theft Auto? I think 4 is number 1, San Andreas is number 2, then... Vice City number three. That, to be honest, that's my order too. Do I have to change it? No, no, I've yeah. seen do the same. Yeah. That's what you say. Yeah, but then I'm also thinking like, for its time, like Grand Theft Auto three was quite something. So yeah, good point. So uh, was it rated really point. high at that moment in time? Because ah, these aren't retrospective reviews. This is what it got at the time of release. Yeah. Oh, shit, right? Aye, that's a good point. So I might. That's the first 3D one as well, so yeah. they'll be like, fuck, this is amazing. That was the sentiment yeah. at the time. I might go f- uh, four. Why you're looking at me, I'm not telling you. Four, three, San Andreas. I'm going to do that as well. <laughs> Fucking. Aye. I was literally going to change it to that. To that. You two are like the two folk that would sit in class and share answers. <laughs> uh Grand Theft Auto 4 is number one. It's got a 98. Wow. Uh, Quite right. Second place 
is Grand Theft Auto 5. It's got a 97. And then third place. Although you could technically say they're the same because it's got 97 as well as Grand Theft Auto 3. Right. And then after that, San Andreas and Vice City both have 95. And the ones, but the ones before that were high, but like Grand Theft Auto, the first Grand Theft Auto wasn't universally praised. The top down ones, like a lot, most folk liked them, but some folk didn't. Like I think they're in the eighties, right? Um, right. So moving on, Uncharted. Mm. I have all. I I ditched the Vita one, uh, so I've got the list of all five here. But um, the top, I'll, I'll accept the top three. Two. So you think two is the first? No. <laughs> By what you just said. I'm not giving anything away. Oh, I don't know. I think, how many, there's, there's been three main ones. No, there's been four. Four. Right. Oh fuck. So there was on the beginning of the PlayStation Three generation. There was Uncharted, uh, Drake's Fortune. Then there was the second one, which was Among, Among Thieves. Thieves. That was one at the train. And that. Mm. Then there was the third one where it has the flashback between a wee boy, and that was at the end of the PlayStation Three generation. And then the PlayStation Four one was a thief's end. And yeah, so you you also do have a uh, Lost Legacy, which was right. the one that was the uh, the two girls. I think four is number one. Right. And I'm going to go for the f- the first one, the right. second. No, I'm not. The, th- the first one's the third. I'm going to go for two is the second. second. So four, two, one. Yeah. I'm going to go three, two, four. Nice, what's wrong again? Oh, Fuck, I'm not doing well this week. Uh, Uncharted 2 is, the, is top, it's got a 96. That's what I said, first. I know, he did. <laughs> uh, Uncharted 4 has got a 93 at second. Uncharted 3 has is third, it's got a 92. And then the first game got an 88, and Lost Legacy only got an 84. And then, just to finish it off, what I did was I looked at some scores for t- just games that re- were released this year. And so what we'll do is quickly do higher or lower. Ooh. Right? <laughs> Highest rated in the franchise. Or lower. Higher. Lower. Can yeah. you get a little higher? So what or I'll do lower. is the first game, I'll tell you what it got. And then I'll give you the next game. You have to tell me if it was higher or lower. Okay. Right? Who, bo- who both is or one person's first? Both is, you can both go. Right. right, so the first game is It Takes Two, it got an 89. Okay. The next game is Deathloop, higher or lower? Higher. higher. Incorrect. Oh. Shit! <laughs> oh, wow. I thought that one would get you straight away. It got an 86. Oh. Okay. Next up, Psychonauts 2. Lower. Lower than... 86. Higher or lower than 86. Psychonauts, Psychonauts 2. higher. And he's correct. Oh, yeah. 91. Oh. Next up, Hades. Higher or lower than 91? Higher. Higher. Correct. Nin- it's fucking awesome. <laughs> 93. Says the guy that stopped playing it. 
<laughs> you got to stop playing at something, Christ. <laughs> stop what James says. <laughs> uh, right, so Hades is a 93. Next up, Forza Horizon 5, mm. higher or lower. Fuck. It did rate really high from what higher? I remember, but yeah, I think I might go higher as well. Lower. Oh, God, shit. 92. <laughs> oh, gutted. Um... So 92, then next up is Hitman 3. Lower. Lower, uh, Yeah. Pains me, but it, <laughs> it's an 84. Uh, after that, Lost Judgment, which is the spin-off series of Yakuza. What was the last score? 84 for Hitman 3. Lower. Lower. Yep, 82. And we've only got two more. So next up is Returnal. So higher or lower than 82. Oh, fuck. No, he's done play as, it. I feel as if I'd been lower. Higher. You lower, you higher? Uh, higher. It got an 85. Hmm. And last up, Life is Strange, True Colours, which releases today on Switch. And we'll definitely get a lower score on Switch, but we're talking about, I don't know, PlayStation or Xbox here. Higher it's a higher or lower than 85. 85. I don't really know this game very well, so do lower. Higher. Lower. Got an 81. Mm-hmm. I did not keep scores there, but I think he's, he's got about half right. And if you played along and got more credit, well done. Yep, let us know how you did. <laughs> Highest rated in the franchise. You might not be able to tell, but I'm still figuring this section out. Yeah, I know. And just just for listener interest, Craig has written in the notes, deleted to avoid cheating fuckers. So that's presumably to us. <laughs> I thought I was going to leave the answers in, was I? For so fuck's sake, so all, has all the games. Because he's going to look them I know, certainly she'd have looked them up. Absolutely. Yeah, is that cheating bastard? Great. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm still working this section out. Still finding my groove with it, but I, that was good. I enjoyed that. Yes. We are pleased to report that we have some pure dead love. We do. We've got a new pure. entry in pure dead, dead. love. Love, baby, here. <laughs> so, it's not his real name. I'll get on to that. But, um, he's redacted his name. <laughs> Cliff uh, has wrote in and he says, Twice now I've wrote out this message and deleted it because I was too embarrassed to send it. So I've settled on sending it, but changing my name to protect whatever dignity I have left. <laughs> Um, so yeah sidebar feel free to do that you can change your name we don't require an email or anything when you submit questions or feedback so you can stay completely anonymous should you wish to keep a scrap of self-respect um, whatever you're going to say though like I would say right now between the three of us we know some proper idiots like anything that, you, anything that you're going to say don't worry we've heard worse and we've dealt yes. with worse because I know some spectacular idiots so yep. you don't need to. You don't need to. Feel We've bad also about been it. involved firsthand in <laughs> some pretty <laughs> stupid stuff, in some pretty ridiculous situations that really uh, sitcoms should be made about. So yeah, you don't have to worry about shocking us or uh, being seen in a bad light because we've been there. 
Anyway, back to Cliff. So he says, I've been seeing a girl in my town for about two months. I feel like it's going well and we get on great, but it just hasn't went to the next level. I can eat sex. Uh, it says, I'm way past the magic three-date rule. I'm in double figures. Ooh. It's got to the point where it feels just too awkward to make a move now, mm. but at the same time, I feel like she's going to start thinking something's wrong with me. We kiss, but it's never in a situation where I feel like I can make a move. Help. Oh dear. That does sound like a pretty grim situation because I can understand his plight. Like, it's got to a point now where it's he's awkward. been dating her for like two months. She's probably, well, she might be thinking, why has he not made a move in me? Mm. And he's now like, oh, I've not had a chance. And then the tension builds and builds. You know what? You know, and you know why it builds and builds? Because. The fear of the unknown, you don't know what she's thinking. And how are you going to realise what she's thinking? You're going to have to talk to her. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest. Communication is the key uh, to everything. You are probably going to have to. It sounds like, I mean, I can understand how this would be like a situation where you'd want to avoid having to bring it up and like sort of address it head on. But it sounds like it's got to the point where you're going to need to. Well, you either, you either address it head on and just ask and kind of say, listen, just why can I, this is embarrassing to bring up, but like, do you mind if we talk about, and then you can say, talk about our sex life? And just I, like, I've got a semi here, and I need to know what to do with it. Oh, what was, but. You always have to lower the tone. I know, every time. Uh, Not shopping. even begun. <laughs> when I was reading, when I was, when I, when I got that email in, I was reading through it, and I'm like, I swear to God, if this fucking guy has friends owned himself, I'm going to go mental. But he did say, he redeemed it then, but he said, we kiss. So there's a decent a chance she you knows she's not in the friend zone. You could just try and make a move and look, and try and go to the next base or whatever you call well, it. Well, what he's, what he's saying is, like, he, he doesn't. He, Feel like he's been in the position to do so. Well, you're, so if you're in the if you're in a bedroom about kissing, that the situation well, is there. I presume they're maybe not in the bedroom. Well, so we don't know what he just guys. Put, I mean, put her over the kitchen counter. Exactly. You know what I mean? Care if her mum's doing the washing up? Let's get right in about. I would her. just. I would honestly. I would just have a conversation. That's the easiest thing to do. Just just bring it up. See what, what's happening here, love. Are we going to do this or no? Despite. I'm pretty sure research that says like guys would prefer females to make the move as a female. Like I'd probably waiting on him to make that right. move. Oh, she'll definitely, right. she'll definitely be waiting I mean? on him. So that like, and he's probably right in thinking we've progressed to this point now. Aye. Why has nothing happened? Aye. So I think you just got to kind of go for it. To be Aye. honest, you do have to because there was an opportunity. There has been an opportunity. Uh, there, there obviously has been. He's not taking it, and, and he's regretted happened. it. And she's probably like, why have you not made that move? Exactly. But she's not said it. There was, there, was a, there was a situation that happened and then it didn't happen for some reason and then they're both kind of, I bet they both went their separate ways that night and kind of went, that was weird. I should have. I felt as if that was the opportunity and you both knew it but you've kind of like unspoken ruled it now where you've just left it and it's festered and that's the worst thing. Things fester and turn to poison. Yeah, I would say... It's... Have you tried gyrating? No, stop it. There's it's, a lot to be said. See, when you gyrate, you leave nothing. Like, if he was to just gyrate in front of her, she knows... What the fuck's what, a gyrate? What are you... What is that? Let's go back to the heavenly bodies. Do you remember <laughs> Jimmy Del Rey? No. No? When he used to gyrate. It's when you get a bit of hip movement going there. 
Is that do it for you, Jess? Are you embarrassed to know this person? It's it's like a sort of hip thrust. It's like a sexual hip thrust. I'm surprised you can move your hips. Aye, I can do all sorts of things, right? So, basically, when when you gyrate, you leave nothing to the imagination. She'll know what's what's going down. Really? Aye. So, he obviously hasn't tried the gyrating, but... keep What to do is, I'm not saying that's your go-to move, but... Keep it in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Right, so you've got probably mine and Jess's opinion of have a wee talk. I'm not saying don't have a talk with her. I'm just saying you've, you've got, got the gyrate. gyrate. <laughs> the decision's yours, pal. You let us know what you might do. You're going to gyrate and you're going to have a wee nice, open and honest discussion. Mm-hmm. I, I think I know what he's going to do. It's, it's gyrate. The, it's the festive season. It's time for love. You can get her drunk. No, no getting drunk. Oh, back to the party thing. He's not been back in touch yet, by well, the way. Have we met her in his life. <laughs> Maybe we should just scrap this section. No, 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 no. The section's should stay. Um, yeah, it's the it's the season of of joy and happiness. So I think there's surely got to be an opportunity around this time of year to get together and make the move. Well, yeah. She's obviously sticking with him. Yeah, so she's, she's, she's been coming back for two months, so she's obviously interested. You can't exactly. be going. You can't be going far wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Let, keep that in your thoughts as well. Like you, she's still turning up every time uh-huh. you invite her over. So there's obviously something there. Yeah, don't you know go on a, a public date. I would make it at somebody's house because then and don't eat a big meal. Uh, yes, you don't want to be farting. You don't. No, well that's you can't. You can't be pumping after a curry. No, you know no I mean? curries. Do not have a curry before you make this move. Or just something, just something heavy. You can't have a heavy Aye. meal and then be like expect to dry it in front Aye. of somebody. A wee bit of white rice, eh? That's bit, what I use. That's, that's usually my go-to. Bit of rice will fill you up. <laughs> yeah. Set up so that right. We've we've spitballed this a bit. So the gyrates in the back pocket in case you need it. But organize a date. Where it's instead of going out, go to your house, your parents' house. Film, I don't know what age you are. I kick if there's other people in your house, kick them out, and yeah, make it an intimate setting. A rom com. Yeah. A rom com yeah. never goes wrong. A rom com's good. Rom com. Get some candles, some like scented candles. That nice, Jess. That'd be a nice one. Get some mm-hmm. scented yeah. candles. Um, maybe a bottle of something. Mm-hmm. Bottle of plonk. Mm-hmm. Bottle of plonk. Jesus. Some so I know how to I don't know how to woo a woman. And I don't need no gyration. <laughs> if he's going to get candles, he definitely needs to not fart because that's a fire hazard. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. Let us know how you got Folk on. Folk are just not going to write into this section anymore because they're like just they just riddles to you. That's why they're here for us to take no. the piss. Oh, I, I, that's it exactly. They're writing in to get humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think I think we've given some quite good advice. We, me, Jess and I have given advice. You have not given much. So, is there another one? Did you say there was another one? Is there two? Not just one this week. Just the one. Right. I think that's an outrage. I think that's uh, what was his name again? Cliff. No, we don't actually. Uh, well, he said it. Well, he said he said his name was not Cliff. But mm. uh, I, um, yeah, let us know how you go on. Let us know how you go on. <laughs> Intimate setting. Make the move. It's like a bandage. You need to rip it off. Like, don't leave this any longer. Make what to do is make sure the next day is the date. 
Like she's definitely she's hung around you long enough. She's clearly into you. Hmm. Make sure it's a the next day is an intimate setting, just the two of you, and, and make sure make you a move. perform. Aye, for the love of God, see when you're, fuck's sake! Aye. If you're leaving it that long, now you need to you need to have like forty minutes of foreplay here. You know what I mean, just <laughs> no stage fright. That's the worst thing you could do is have stage fright because then she'll think you're not attracted to her, right? So just when you're about to go for it, just make sure you're not thinking about stage fright. Just uh, I know it's. Uh, it's no ideal, but you really need to uh, pull out the punches and have a good showing. I uh, could send you a picture, of Andy, if you're needing some motivation to get going. No, what we're, we're going to move this top, this section. Yeah, on. But yeah, get in touch. And guy from another couple of weeks ago, Grant. Grant, want to hear from you? How's that going? Mm-hmm. Did we fix your problems? If I not, doubt it. <laughs> if not, be gentle with us. <laughs> We've not heard back from him yet. Yeah. So from love to shit now, shitty platinum. I'm in love with shitty platinums. <laughs> oh, we know it. Mm-hmm. We're not getting an interest time. Oh, fuck, sorry. Shitty, 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 shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. So each week we break down a game that is relatively easy to obtain, the Platinum, or in the case of Xbox, 1000G. It's only ever Craig that plays these games because me and Andy both think it's ridiculous. Indeed. So without further ado, Craig. I think who does play them? My daughter. Oh, she does. <laughs> Our daughter, I suppose. Uh, Sorry, she's mine. This week's shitty Platinum is a shitty 1000G, and it's called Unpacking. Mm-hmm. Unpacking. Uh, it's developed by Witch Beam and it's published by Humble Bundle and it's... Humble Bundle? Yeah. Right, okay. They started publishing games. They started off as they would do this thing where they would get like lots of... They would do like bundles for like, I don't know, you could like pay a couple of pounds and get like 10 games. I don't know how they did it. I think it was something to do with charity. Uh, but yeah, so this game's actually quite highly rated it's on xbox game pass so you don't even have to even have to pay for it it's not on playstation yet but when it came to switch it's got an 80 an 87 on metacritic and switch it's got an 83 on pc and then an 81 on xbox i'm not sure why it's rated so high to be honest although it is quite therapeutic and it can be a bit fun like erin's loving it our four-year-old daughter is absolutely loving it you go into this sort of like it's not hand drawn, but like sort of crudely drawn, like isometric room, and there's boxes, and you have to keep taking items out the boxes and basically putting stuff away. It's all about unpacking a house, and so Jesus each Christ. room you're in, you take stuff out, and then you choose whereabouts in the room it goes. Uh, and either is just something a little bit, I don't know, like a little bit. See, trying to make everything neat, and but it's almost like it has that sort of Sims quality to it. Mm-hmm. Where, like, see, when you build a house in the Sims, and then you're like, all oh, right, I need one that couch there, and I want this here. You, you're not placing couches and stuff like that, but you are placing all the sort of smaller items in each room. Like decorative accessories in your... Uh-huh, yeah. So it starts off uh, in, the, I can't remember what year it is, but you're a kid, and it's all kid stuff you're putting out. And once you complete that, you then move on to like, oh, this is your next house, and it's throughout your life. Uh, you oh, your e- each t- each time you move, then you've got to unpack all the stuff. <laughs> and yeah, it's like I say, it's it's just quite relaxing. It's actually all right. 
Uh, by default, I think you have to place the items in a sort of the place where it should be. So mm. it's more of so it's more of a puzzle game, but you can turn that off. Is that the way Erin was playing it? Because she was like, "Look, mum," and she had a set of dumbbells under the pillow of the bed. No, 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 no. That's that's like a a rape prevention kit. Uh, <laughs> A dumbbell under the pillow in case somebody attacks you. Uh, so I turned that off because it would have taken too long. So I'm I'm in it I'm in it for the gamer score course, here. Course, yeah. Yes, so right. for the achievements, there's only like maybe one or two things you unpack in each level that you have to interact with in a certain way to get the achievement. Mm-hmm. So I was just firing stuff out of the boxes and putting them all over the floor. Like I was just leaving everything at my ass. Nothing new there then. Hey, right. <laughs> seen that going. <laughs> as a man you are as a man as a man you are by law forced to be on my side with this do not take her side in that right she's attacking men here mm. not me personally but our kind mm-hmm. but yeah so I turned that off and with that off you can get the 1000G in less than an hour um, there's a few guides online showing you what you have to, to do so like in one of the levels one of the things you take out is a Rubik's Cube and you can turn the items but the Rubik's Cube when you've got it held if you press on it a few times it solves the Rubik's Cube and so that's an achievement so some of them are what missable What an actual achievement would be Craig is for you to solve an actual Rubik's Cube <laughs> Maybe I could get that for your Christmas Can you get a platinum for that? No It would just, be a, not, would just be, be a real life achievement I, I can do it He don't want no achievements in the real world You kidding I've achieved everything in the real world that's why I'm having to go to digital places to try and to, to try and get that next fix. But yeah, that's your that's your thousand G for this week. I assume it will come to PlayStation soon. Oh, we can only hope. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna make you fucking play that game. It's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, so what you've been waiting for? Gaming movie night, aka Christmas movie night, aka Die Hard. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, the fucker. Is that right, huh? <laughs> love it. What is it actually rated on, like, IMDb? Oh. Sorry. It'll be a seven point something. <laughs> it is. Which is really, will be really high An for 8.2. It. Is it? And the meta score is 72. That's exceptionally high for yeah. an action film. Mm-hmm. It's usually only arty pish that gets rated that high. But yeah, I Very think good. this was the action film that really changed the genre. Oh, it set the standard. Oops. Yeah. Going forward, 100%. It's fucking brilliant. It really is. Um, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's the first one as well, by the way, that we've all watched together. Yeah. So, we did. Andy came round. We spooned. It was festive. <laughs> Dr. John Castles was here as well. He was a big spoon. It's crazy as well that it's Alan Rickman's first proper movie. Mm-hmm. I really, yeah. that, that gets me every time because he's so fucking good in right. this film, in this role. This is very kind of you. 
one of the one just, of the absolute star performances. Yeah, I like, think he just ticked the boxes in terms of cast and what they were looking for. Yeah. You know, they needed someone professional. They need you know, and they, I don't know. He just ticked all the boxes of, of what they were looking for. Well, the thing is, we see all these British actors who played like these types of roles later on in their lives. So, like Alan Rickman, uh, Patrick Stewart, Sir Ian McKellen. They're all trash, They're all classically trained mm-hmm. actors. Yeah. So they, they spent their lives doing the theatre and doing fucking Hamlet and all this kind of stuff and really proper acting. Mm-hmm. So then when they go and do something like this, it's like fucking kids play to them. Yeah. But they bring such gravitas to it. Yeah. They don't realise they probably bring as much gravitas to it. But because of what they've done before and the way they're, the way they're trained, it just brings a weight mm-hmm. to these characters than you wouldn't if you just hired some other guy. Nah. You, know, you know what I mean? Same with like, uh, like with Patrick Stewart when he plays uh, Mag, like uh, Charles Xavier next man and stuff like that. That could be a role you could have given to somebody and just shaved anybody's head. Yeah. Because he like brings that weight to that role. And same with Ian McKellen when he's uh, playing Magneto as well. Like those types of actors who um, are classically trained like that. It was good. There's so many films that are like action films, I suppose, like similar to Die Hard, but not as good. Where like the guy who plays the villain is just all right, but like in Die Hard, like it's matters so much. Like it would not be anyone near a good a film if that casting went someone else. Like he's as he's as memorable as John McClane. Aye, totally. It's not just like there's the good guy and there's Mister Random bad guy could yeah be, could be anybody doesn't really matter yeah just a bad guy needs to die he's every bit as important as Aye. McLean now I have a machine gun ho 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 but what what I think is interesting is the the narrative of the or the story like changed so much because it was obviously based originally on a book mm-hmm. uh, what was it Nothing Lasts Forever I think it's Aye, called Roger um, Thorpe and it you know in that that adaptation they were like terrorists and then it got you know the script got changed so many times because Aye. of various things and I think they, they were like no they need to be robbers because nobody want nobody likes a terrorist yeah, it's film. fun and all that um, well they were going to make it back in the day with Frank Sinatra that's, that's right, right yeah. uh, he had to, he was legally had to get offered the role Aye, cause he, uh, because uh, he was like fucking sim- Aye. Aye. Oh, it was stupid Aye. Aye, but there was some sort of deal he had because he'd like been something to do with the book or something he had to get offered the role yeah. but they were delighted when he was like no I'm too old Aye, of course fuck because as well see like Bruce Willis was also filming a programme called Moonlighting at this time I remember it Moonlighting the same, it was the same time he was doing like double shifts I was civil so the, uh, the the whole reason like a lot of these like Hans Gruber gets as much screen time as John McLean and all these other characters mm. because Bruce Willis was like listen I'm fucking burnt out the fuck here can you give them a few more lines so that yeah. I'm not doing as much and it kind of ended up helping the film. Definitely. Because these people got to shine a bit more. you got like Al Powell, who's like a good character in the film, like yeah. the cop. Mm-hmm. You've got Hans Gruber, who is able to like light up the screen and have as much screen time and being as important character as John McLean. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got the kind of henchman main bad guy. 
One of which is a ballet dancer by profession. That's mental. Right. You can tell about when he's doing his fighting. You know what I mean? He gets he gets a lot of screen time yeah. as well, so he's a he's a character you remember. Yeah. As well, isn't it? Welcome to the party, pal! I thought mm. it was funny, see the Al Pal uh, see the movies that made us mm. the, the Netflix. Aye. They interview him on it. And you look at him and you're like, fuck me, he hasn't aged a day. He looks exactly the same. Aye. But then... Like Reginald. Aye, but you're like... But then you find out that when he did Die Hard, he was like... I think he was like late 20s or 30. And I'm like... Because I was like, Christ, he hasn't aged a day in 30 years. But then you look at it and you're like, right, so when Die Hard was filmed, he looked much older than he was yeah. but now it's caught up and he actually looks good for his age <laughs> like, so when yeah. Die Hard and on he looked about 40 he'd have been like fuck yeah. me mate you're only 29 you look like shit <laughs> but then like now he's like 60 but looks 50 you know what I mean yeah. Like, so it's actually like came full circle for him I thought that was really interesting <laughs> Because I in that movie that made us, he's like, yeah. I mean, I was thinking of giving up my acting. This is me. I was, I'd hit. I think he said I'd hit thirty, and I was like, whoa, wait a fucking minute. Because <laughs> you just insane. think he was much older than that. But he again, I, you're right. He does a great job as well. Like, every day, it's just. <sighs> and I think, like, despite the fact that so much of it was like unorganised as they were filming, so they started filming with thirty five pages of script written. Ah, they were writing. They were writing. And they were at changing the same time. bits and bobs as they went, and then that's probably why the ambulance thing yeah, happened. That's the, yeah, that's the biggest blunder. Um, yeah. So if you don't know, like, there's a scene very early on when the terrorist bad guys come out of a van that they've driven in to the what's the word? Not basement. Nakatomi Plaza, like the garage. And you see them coming out, and then. I think the the writers were like, we need to make a plausible like story of how they escaped <clears throat> or how they were going to escape. Yep. When obviously the top of the tower blows up, and then they came up with this. Oh, let's let's say there was an ambulance in the truck all along, but actually there's a scene where that that's filmed and you can't see the you ambulance. And but I think that the director was just like, do you know what? Fuck it. Like, oh. I, well, I mean, again, again, in that movie, that made us like they, they they do an interview with the director, and he's like, ah, yeah, we we know the ambulance wasn't there earlier, but we're just like, fuck it. If they if they actually realise, if they actually manage to think back and realise that there wasn't one there an hour and a half ago, fair enough. Aye. And that was it. And they just went. Well, with that's it. what happens when you're writing as it goes along. Yeah, you're going to have con- continuity, continuity issues, hundred yeah. percent. But at the same point, like I feel like. A lot of the real classic films have been filmed that way. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to come on. Well, to, it's, we're going to come on to another one next next week that was uh, the same, very much the same idea, and it turned into a classic. Like it doesn't always work. Like not Mario could have I could have fell through. But uh, but yeah, I feel like a lot of these classic films, like it's almost like that ended up helping it mm-hmm. that they had to like just go with their gut and their instinct quite a lot. Improvised quite yeah. a bit. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. I wonder where the yippee-ki-yay bit came from, exactly. They did say, again, I watched that movie with the Maiders last night, and it was from... From a TV show. The, uh, there a was children's a, TV show, I think you said. Yeah. There was a TV show, yeah. and it was something to do with someone that had worked on, and that guy said, yippee-ki-yay, yippee-ki-yay, uh, and he yeah. took it from that. And he said that he just, apparently Bruce Willis just said it off the cuff at one point and everyone was like, oh, oh, and they all knew straight away, they like, that's magic. Well, that is direct, fucking Apparently gold. the director was like, no, it's, it's Yippie Kaye or something like that. Right. And Bruce Willis is, no, it's Yippie Kaye. 
And then they, they obviously filmed two different versions and the director's like, ah, okay, yippee-ki, it sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Because it really, really does. What a film, but it's honestly, yeah. it's it's one of the best action films ever. Like I was saying when we were watching it all night, like another good action film, The Negotiator, like it always reminds me of it when I watch Die Hard just because it's an action film that's good in a tower building. But... um it's just, it's so good. It's just, Und, uh, even... What's the other one? Under Siege as well, remember that one? Under Siege is a good film. That, that's like uh, Die Hard on a Harrier fucking, Aye. like a boat. Like, that's not a boat, it's a fucking... Uh, Submarine? Ha- no, it's a Harrier. Is it? Um, is that what you call that? them? A Harrier? Possibly. With the, it's the big Navy vessels that he carries all the... a fucking shocking actor, him, by the way. Oh, he's really... But, I mean, he's good in those kind of roles at yeah. the start. But Aye. now, I mean, he's a he's a fucking embarrassment, Stephen Seagal. Ah, he's fucking um, atrocious. I wonder who else was. It's hard to imagine anybody else apart from Bruce Willis playing this role. You know what I mean? Because they obviously, they obviously, I think they they approached one of the Baldwin brothers. And they, they well, must, they asked those people. People, they asked Stallone, Schwarzenegger. That wouldn't have worked. Like, no, nah. it it's like an every it's like an role. Yeah, fucking. Arnold Schwarzenegger isn't an everyman. Yeah. I think that's again what what kind of set the standard because he like John McClane's so relatable. Yeah. Whereas you know Schwarzenegger whatever he, like he's no no. St- Stallone's another one by the way, and I'll get heat for this. He's a fucking shite actor. I know. Well, like, I like drawn? I like the films that he's in, but he's fu- he, the guy can't even speak English, no, and it's his get... fucking native language. There's been pl- there's been plenty of films where. Cause I, I genuinely, do you know what I honestly thought? Like it's obviously Schwarzenegger's foreign. I honestly mm. thought that he was that he wasn't American for the longest time because I was like, "How can you not speak?" Yeah, How? I actually don't <laughs> think he's a, a good actor at all. I, that's not. I think he's a terrible actor. I just I don't think he's anywhere near as good as what people make out. Ah, like he's in it. good films, he but is, I think that, I think other people could have done the role equally as well. Yeah, I think he's done he's done a few films that have been really really good. <laughs> I'd fucking turn the subtitles on most of the time. I think he puts it on more when he's like, like rocky and stuff like that. Aye, aye, because he's clearly supposed to be brain damaged. Aye, time. exactly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, the thing is, he plays, there's some scenes in uh, like Creed and stuff like that that are really, really good because he's like dealing with cancer and stuff nah, like that. He's not awful, I just don't think mm-hmm. he's as good as people make it. He wouldn't have been good in this film, though. No, no. Because no. he'd have had fucking two aye. machine guns yeah. with a bandana. Shooting everybody to fuck. That's what's good about Bruce Willis. Is the every man after he ran through the glass, he had drop kicked somebody so that he could put the glass through their forehead from his mm. feet and stuff like that. They had to do some madness. Holy Christ! Gonna need some more FBI guys, I guess. But yeah, one of the best, one when, of the best films ever. I'll tell you the budget because I looked it up. The budget was modest, actually. 25 to 35 million. Mm. No bad. And I think they actually paid Bruce like five, five, five million. Aye. They made, made him the highest paid actor at in the, the world at the time, aye, which was time. weird because he was like completely un. Oh, he'd only done Blind Date, really, as and a it film. Bombed. Aye, with Kim Basinger, I think it was. Yeah. Which I actually quite like the film. I think it's funny. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of weird. It's kind of off kilter a wee bit, but it's funny. 
Um, but do you think it's really strange that they were willing to give him that much money, considering that yeah. he did one other film and he, in terms of box office, and that it fucking flopped. I mean, it was a, and then a like gamble. Five million. Well, <laughs> all it, right. it shows you that what they were think that studio were thinking because all the posters at the beginning were just uh, just the building. It was just the building, and then see when they realised he was doing well, then they added him to the posters. Aye, that's you right. Aye, I mean? aye. Afterwards, you know what I mean? Because I apparently see at first when they put out the previews in the cinema, when he came on screen, people were laughing when <laughs> they saw him, and then people were booing. There was like they actually showed you like uh, there was like stuff that came in, so they were doing like test screenings and stuff like that, mm. just from the trailer. And there was the um, they showed you some of the uh, stuff that folk had wrote down. It was like resoundly booed when he was on screen, and they were like fucking oh, hell. No so they took him off the poster, and then after it started to do really well, they were like, right, let's get him back on the poster. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, what do you think the box office was roughly? I I don't think it's going to be as big as you think. It definitely did well, but I think it's one of these films that didn't leach. I mean, I don't know this, but I think it like. It's reached legendary strat- status in the years following. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'll say. What was the budget? 25 to 30 million? Yeah. 120. Yeah. 160. Yeah. 140. Mm. Should take more advice there. <laughs> Still not bad, like, don't yeah. be wrong, obviously, but. That's good. I mean, it's done well. There's Resident Evil films that have made that, although that's in modern times, obviously. Yeah. When it costs an actual arm and a leg to go to the cinema. Like, back then, a cinema ticket was probably about two quid. <laughs> I know, that's thing. Ah, that's thing. So got, I don't know if it accounts for inflation or whatever. Now you can't get a corn of popcorn. No, it won't. It'll be, that's how much it'll have made at the time. So, like, obviously that in today's money would be yeah. about yeah. three times that. Mm-hmm. In fact, more than that, because I, I, I bet you, I bet it would be about £3 a cinema ticket. And now it's about 12 so... That is 12 that's what we paid to go and watch fucking Bond. Bond. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, phenomenal film. Uh, I will dig out the... In fact, we did have one... We got Somebody got in touch. Eddie said, Well, Pure Dead team... We all, we've all gutted our way through some real shite the last six months, but this week it was all worth it. Die Hard is one of the greatest movies ever, in my opinion. I think we all agree with 100%. that. And if we go to the poll, I think we had about 300 votes this time. And what do you think got, what do you think got the most? Five. <laughs> Five? Has to be. <laughs> it's the biggest landslide we've ever had. <laughs> ever. Uh, we had so first of all uh, two uh, mince pies one person is it mince pies or oh it is mince pies uh, sorry three mince sorry. pies four votes one mince pie what ten votes what I think it's folk taking the piss and just trying to be assholes. fucking idiots aye uh, four mince pies twenty three votes and then five mince pies 255 <laughs> votes. Yeah. yeah. Resounding. It was something like, in fact, it was 87% gave it five. I'm going for five as well. Five. Obviously. Five. 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 Absolutely a five. Aye. I would disown both of you. <laughs> no. Always a five. This would be the last episode just before we reach half a ton. 
and we're all done. Fucking gone. <laughs> yep, brilliant. Yeah. What's next? If you head over to our website and Twitter, you'll find yourself the Christmas movie advent calendar that we have created alongside a few listeners' suggestions. So it is scheduled to coincide with our films, which we'll be reviewing throughout December, so you have no excuses. Next week is... Home Alone. Home Episode alone. 50, Home Alone. Indeed. See, the Christmas advent calendar has been down pretty well. Squinny was in touch. He said... He after listening to last week's podcast, he watched the night before for the first time. Oh God! And he, love t- it. he tweeted us and he said, "I don't know who it was, but thank you. Mm. It was amazing." Mm. And I was like, "It's probably all three of us because we love that yeah. film." But mm. so he was delighted with that. So I've I've sent him I sent him a message back telling him that he needs to watch off his Christmas party. Mm. It's not as good, but it's, it's fucking good. really funny. Yeah. Uh, so that's a must. Um, our advent calendar is, I promise, not as disappointing as the Chanel advent calendar. Have you heard about this? No. No, so Chanel. I'd be disappointed if I got one, though. Well, I mean, it's £604 slash $800, right? Oh, fucking for hell. For an advent calendar. Wow. And you would think for that you're getting like perfumes, lipsticks, and shit. Oh, right? yes. But there's a woman on TikTok and she's basically opened all the boxes and put it all on TikTok. <laughs> Of course she fucking has. Did she get sent it? Hashtag gifted. No, but like, it's blown up because folk are like, what the actual fuck? Is it shite? Like, I think the first box she opened was stickers. Wow. Oh my God, I would riot. (laughs) And then there's one that's like a little pouch with like nothing in it. Like just a little pouch. (laughs) That's outrageous. Like there is a few obviously beauty products. They're not worth the money. A lipstick and stuff, but not for fucking eight hundred dollars. No. Oh my god! That's like I mean, don't we know? Like, is there a way for buying shit like that? Ah, it does. (laughs) You get these folk that get ones where it's like a different. Like type of whiskey every day There's and stuff like ones. that. Uh. Pop figure ones. Did you know that? Funko no, I did not. But if you knew it, why have I not got one? Because <laughs> they were. Fucking you fucking serious? Thirty quid or something. <laughs> thirty quid. That's a bargain. <laughs> oh my god! You can many, actual pop figure each day. They're like wee ones, but yeah. Wee and there's different. Um, like. I don't know, I think there's like a oh, Jess, you Harry should Potter one. And a, you should know. So. I honestly Jess. do not think you realise how serious a situation this is. Well, I mean, now that we're seven days into December, you maybe get it a wee bit, a wee bit cheaper. <laughs> well, you could buy it after Christmas for next Christmas. Yeah, do that. And then look forward to it for a full year. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a plan. I am rarely speechless. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck's sake. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. Yes, you should know. Positive thoughts. Positive thoughts. Home Alone next week. Positive thoughts. <laughs> really excited. Home Alone. He's already watched it about fucking 12 times, No, folks. no, I haven't. I, because I knew we were doing this, because I knew it was going to be episode 50, I have not watched Home Alone 1 once since the tree went up on the fucking 3rd of November or whatever it was. <laughs> he's, been, he's been twitching. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, don't be wrong. It's not been a home aloneless house. No, like, of course uh, not. You've been watching every other one. The I had some work to do on Sunday morning, and so I sat. I watched Home Alone three, <laughs> then I watched Home Alone two, then I watched Jumanji: The Next Level, which had a Christmas song in it, so it was all right. And then that night, you came round and we watched Die Hard. That'd be the first time in years I've watched four films in a day. Just sat and watched films all day? Not all day, I played some games as well. Got a wee bit further on death's door. <laughs> Went to pick up a car that I didn't have the key for, that kind of thing. 
Can you get yourself hyped for the most hyped game of the week slash pick of the week? Pick of the week. 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 Yes, this week there's not a massive amount coming out, although we do have the aforementioned Heavenly Bodies, not Tom Pritchard. Uh, it comes out, I think, um, I think it'll be out by the time this podcast goes live, as will our review be. Uh, so you can look out for that, it looks quite good. And also 12 Minutes releases on PlayStation and I think Switch this week. Do you end up completing that at all? Yes, I, I didn't. I've still, oh, you did, I, I've still not played it. I've not uh, gotten around to it. I deleted it. I wasn't much a fan. Did you I, enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I still really want to play it. I, I think the thing is, I watched you play quite a lot of it, mm. and so that's why I didn't feel the need to jump in at the time, but I still mm. do want to play it. You quite enjoyed un- it. very unique, but it just it something about it just it didn't grip me. Right. You know what I mean? I think the, the sort of... I don't want to get into spoilers, obviously, or anything like that, but the, the sort of controversial part is the end. Mm. Uh, and I think a lot of people's sort of feelings on it are coloured one way or another by that. Yeah. Um, but obviously we don't get too much into that on the day it releases on another <laughs> console. <laughs> but yeah, that's available as well. And I think it's only about £15, so it might be worth checking out. But Game of the Week, most hyped Game of the Week, the week, 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 is Halo Infinite. Now, the, the multiplayer's, been out for a, multiplayer's been out for a few weeks uh, came out early. It was like a kind of ghost released, but the campaign comes out on Wednesday, so it'll be live when this podcast goes live. It currently sits with an eighty-seven on Metacritic, and it's been getting loads of ten out of tens. Do you know how big uh, it is? File, file is. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure, but it's it's meant to be cracking. Like I'm not a Halo fan. I have never played any of the campaigns. I've played a bit of multiplayer. But I'm going to check this out. Like uh, about two, how long ago would that have been? Maybe about two weeks ago, we got an email from Microsoft uh, asking for our like request for codes. Um, but I ended up just passing on it because we've got quite a lot to play just now, and I I didn't think I'd have the time to get through it, and I know very little about Halo, so I was more willing just to wait and sort of sample it once it was out on Game Pass, but. I'm definitely going to check it out. Uh, hopefully, I can maybe get something on YouTube that gives me a sort of rundown of what's went on in the previous games. And oh, they'll, they'll be aye, they'll definitely aye, they'll be like a, get you up to speed in five aye. minutes video or something like that. Fifty gig. That's not too bad. That's all right. The story with the story. Yeah, and no, it's not right. including the multiplayer. That's all right. But yeah, it's it's meant to be like I say, really really good. There's that you guys aren't as active on Twitter as I am, but there's been like a lot of there's been a lot of uh, sort of piss taking going on about I can't remember who it is exactly that did the review, but someone one of the outlets did a review and they gave it ten out of ten. No, mm. so they gave it a hundred. So their their review score must be from one to hundred. So they gave it a hundred out of a hundred and then the synopsis of it was uh, Halo Infinite isn't a perfect game, right? Oh. And then they fucking captioned that and they're taking the absolute piss out of this place for it. But, like, I don't know. I don't really... I wonder. 
you could say that, but at the same point, like just because you give it a hundred at hundred doesn't mean it's a perfect game. It means like, no, like I would I would say if you're giving it a hundred at hundred, you're kinda much saying it is a perfect game. Well you, give it ninety eight. You'd be with it you'd be with the internet then, because this whoever whatever uh, whatever outlet it is, they've been getting slated like fuck. But mm. I don't know, I like I, ten out of ten to me doesn't mean like I've gave Ma- four games this year, ten out of ten. Mm. Um, but uh, I wouldn't say they're perfect games. I don't think you get a perfect game, but it's certainly supposed to be a very good game. So it's well worth checking out if you have an Xbox, and if you do, you'll have Game Pass, so you can get it for free. Which is the best price? Yes. Well, if you are planning to play it, I hope you enjoy. And that is us for this week. As always, if you have any feedback or suggestions, do write into us. We love to hear from you. You can head to the contact us form on our website. You can email us at puredeadgaming at gmail.com or you can contact us on our socials, which are all puredeadgaming. If you've got some time, leave a review as well, because we are approaching 50 episodes, which... Can you believe it? We are on the eve of 50 motherfucking episodes. Yeah. 50 Thursdays in a row. Yep. We'll bring Tuesdays. it on. Oh, well. <laughs> no. Released on the Thursday. Yeah. Yes. You so got it eventually. We shall see you next week for our 50th episode. Yep. See you then. Bye. Peace out, germs. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.